Let's go then. New season. New season. New me. Hello and welcome to It's In The Jeans podcast. Hello and welcome to It's In The Jeans podcast, a podcast by The Digital Gene. My name is Declan. And I'm Sharon. And we're a mum and son duo and directors from The Digital Gene. We haven't recorded now since the end of July, so really it's not that far off two months. So we're going to have a right catch up with all what we've been doing. And then we're going to get into some topics for discussion, which includes shortages in everything, um, Companies House rejecting 800 offensive names, ABBA's return, Scotland trial in the four-day week, a little bit on Leeds Digital Fest this year. And then with our new season, instead of our business bits section we had before, we're going to do a bit of a business highlight. So we do kind of two episodes a month. So it'll be I'll do one episode and then Mum will do another and we'll come with a business that we would just like to highlight, whether it's a big corporate that's done something really well or a small indie, it's totally up to us. So this time it's on me and I will be talking about a heavy and big. But let's just go back a bit. What is what is summer? I feel like I'm on mute and I'm not actually on mute. Why? Because you... You never took a breath there. I had a lot of intros today. Oh, I know. You had a lot of stuff. I thought you'd forgotten. Well, actually, for the purpose of the audience, this is about our fourth take on just starting up again. Because, like, you, could, you couldn't remember how to say it all, could you? We forgot. We? Well, I... I <laughs> Do you know what it reminds me of? It, it reminds me of when you were, when you were at... Um, you and your brother were at little school, like primary. And when you used to go back to school, your handwriting for the first day or so was like as if a spider had crawled over the page when you used to bring your books on. Because I think you forget how to write, don't you? What's your excuse then? Because your writing always looks like that. You no, know, and I've said this, haven't I? People used to pay me literally to write the cards out for them. Because I used to use an ink pen and I used to write in italics and I used to... I, I don't know. I don't know what's happened to my handwriting. I just think it's because I hardly do any actual writing. Although, I do have a notebook being, being on project earth? leader. How on earth did she get to this? Being project I said, leader, how was you write notes. How was my summer? How was my summer? Boring. <laughs> In a nutshell. I've yeah. said this to I've said this to you. I've said this to family. I've said this to quite a few people. Um, I actually feel this this year has been worse than last year from the lockdown perspective. I think we were we all weren't in a lockdown. We weren't in a lockdown over the summer. No, I just mean. I mean, I think you just call all of it now lockdown, don't don't we? You know that period well, you of might. time. <laughs> that period of time where we're in the height of a pandemic. Yeah, last mm. summer. Like at this point in time, your dad and I were in the Cotswolds this time last year. Mm. We had quite a few things on. And I'm trying to get into the mindset that I have. And I know a few people who I've spoken to 
so they feel quite similar. Um, we seemed like we were all in it together last year, like that um, wartime blitz spirit. Do you know what I mean? We were all experiencing something new that none of us had been through. And we were all sort of like, you know, doing things that we hadn't done before. And then when we got, when there was a period of time where we were allowed to go out briefly again, we were all rushing to do something. Um, and for me, obviously not being on holiday this year for various reasons, which I could go into, but you probably won't let me. Um, well, let's just not. <laughs> yes, yeah, I will go on forever, won't I? Um, yeah. Where am I going? Where am I going with this? Um, I'm quite a last minute sort of, I do plan things, but generally in the grand scheme of life, I'm quite a last minute person. And um, I find that you can't do anything last minute anymore, which I hate. There's no spontaneity anymore. No, so I end up doing nothing, basically, or very little. Because when I have the urge to do something, it's like you can't get in the restaurant, you can't get in the, you know, the tickets have all got. You like you just can't, you can't do anything spontaneously anymore. Everything has to be planned out to the last. And, yeah, we didn't go on holiday because, as you know, we've been really in the height of some more renovations in the house, which are just about coming to an end. Thank God, because it actually has really got us down in the dumps. It's all right saying you want to do all these renovations, but when you're actually in it and there's about three or four workmen in your house every day for weeks on end, and your house is just upside down, it's just, yeah. There are worse things in life, I know, but when you sort of... No, I, even the, the, couple of, the couple of times I came home, I was like, God, I don't know how you're living like this. There's buckets yeah. everywhere and paint and carpet was up and yeah. And this room is nice. My office is nice. That's what. So I come up here and I sort of like shut the door and I'm like, so I can do that. Um, but yeah, the decorators, they were the last people. We're waiting for some carpets now. The decorators have gone this morning. They're finished now. Um, so we're just waiting on the carpets now and then that'll be it for quite some time your dad and I have decided there are lots not lots of things there are several things we still want to do but we're not we're not going to embark on those projects anytime soon and right let's stop have you so you've not done anything exciting then oh been to one festival that's one the festival's not called one is it <laughs> no it's not called the one festival I went to a festival, just a very small local one, because Niall Rogers was playing, and I love Niall Rogers. I've seen him a couple of times now. So I went to that with some friends. We had a really fun day that day, but it pissed it down, basically. <laughs> um, and anything that I have done, <laughs> sounds like a right doom-monger. Oh, like you don't know. Yeah. It seems like anything I plan, it rains. So, oh. so when I said about spontaneity... When I when I do do things that have to be planned because there's no other way you could do it, it rains. Like tomorrow, tomorrow evening, I'm going to Scarborough to see Duran Duran. Yeah. Now last week it was saying it was it was fair to cloudy, and I thought, well, that's okay. I, I can take that. Now it's saying sixty percent chance of rain. So. Oh dear. Yeah. So my cagoule has been out more times this summer than. And I think it was out in the spring. Well, tomorrow night, according to the Met Office in Scarborough, you've got a lovely evening. 
So. Oh, well, it's changed again then. <laughs> changed yeah. again. I don't know why people bother with these weather apps. Cause they, you think oh, be can't able... we? Oh, they don't know what they're doing. They've made well, you think they'd be able to they get don't... it right. You say <laughs> they do a seven-day forecast, and it's invariably never correct by the time you get to about the third, three days in advance. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so well, I've been excited to finally get the, most of all of our renovations now complete. Um, I went to a festival with some friends. We found the champagne tent. We had lots of fizz. had a good boogie. So that was a highlight. Um, and I think that's it. What about you? What about you? How long have I got? I was just testing you then. How long have I got? I was just waiting to see if you asked me what I've been up to. Because I thought it was just going to be a pause there. I, I did. dare not ask you. Absolutely, you would, yeah. What have I done? My feet oh, haven't touched the ground since um, fully taking advantage of restrictions lifting. I was in the lakes this weekend, just gone. I've seen Alan Carr at the theatre. I went to Manchester Pride. Um, what else have Leeds I done? Festival. I didn't go to Leeds Festival. You went to something. No, I don't a mean festival. Leeds Festival. I mean yeah, festival I went to a Mardi Gras Park. in Leeds, yeah. yeah. Um, seen some great films, cinema as well and truly back. Um, yeah, I felt like there was a time where I could hardly get to speak to you because you were busy. Yeah, you kept yeah. saying to me, I'm busy, mum. I'm busy. I'm home this weekend back in Middlesbrough with my parents, and then next weekend I'm in Birmingham Pride, and then after then, <laughs> we're away as a family somewhere as well. But then after that first weekend in October, after that, my calendar isn't quite as stacked as it has been. Can um, you believe that we're going so, somewhere as a family together? I mean, it's only Sam's end. That's no disrespect, it's just with you, <laughs> you saying that there, you think we were flying off to... I can I, believe I we're going no to... No, I can believe that. we're... Mom, is that what's happened to your life? I can believe we're going to a cottage in Sands End. It's not like we're going to Maldives. <laughs> can you believe it? That's not, we're going, that's, we're going that's what to my a life cottage. That's near what my life. It's a very lovely cottage. <laughs> it does look lovely. Yeah? It's just the way you said, can you believe it? I'm like, yeah, it's not like... And it's for four days. It's not insurmountable, is it? It's for four days. Yes. Well, no, I'm excited for that chill. Um, yeah, I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. We'll go and play board games and argue with each other. Yeah, because that's what yeah. we do. Sounds sounds like typical family gathering, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, I've just realised as well. Not that we're calling this season two, but we had a we had to break like the bit all the press does, and we had to break like all the politicians do because Mum saw that some podcasts were having summer breaks, and she was like, "We're doing that as well." Um, which, to be fair. I feel quite energised coming back to it. Do you know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. some new music as well. So it's out with the old and in with the... Obviously, we've not heard it because we're recording, but it will be in the edit. Um, and we've paid for it good money this time, so it sounds really good profesh. Money. Sounds or really our, profesh. Our hard-earned cash. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's pretty much recaps. What else did I put to say over the summer? Um... Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is the best it's been in years. 
we New York is the worst it's ever been. Oh, so you definitely. get some, and you, you get some, and you don't get others. Um, what else have I seen? The Met Gala fashions were um, an interesting bunch this season, this year. I love that though, don't you? Oh, it's just like it's. I don't. It's like celebrity culture to a T, isn't it? It's 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 just you just can't. I don't know. There's something about it. It's so fascinating. Obviously, with the time difference, they start arriving quite late on here for us, and everyone's tweeting about it. And it's just, yeah. Well, apparently, it didn't used to be that. A lot of it talking about how we talk on the podcast about digital and social. It didn't. It hasn't always been quite as extravagant. As it I was is just going to say, days. I can remember times when it wasn't that fabulous. Like it, mm. it would have, it would have got some media attention, but not to the extent that it does now. Don't you think that's just the times that we live in? Everything's bigger and like everything's extra. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, your favorite word for me. To the extent that I've used it now in my Instagram bio. I did. Oh, have you? Yeah, it's been that like that for a while. I did it as a nod to you. Oh, I, don't, I wouldn't read your Instagram. But you don't. Yeah, I know you don't read anything. That Who I reads read. each? Why would I read? Oh, let me see if my mum's updated her Instagram bio. That's just not a thing. When you put it like that, I get it. Any particular standouts from Met Gala for you? Well, it was two days ago now. I can't remember. Uh, the one who looked like a worm. Who looked like a worm? Georgia Cat, was it? Oh, I don't know. Looked like a little worm. Um, who did I really like? Oh, there was some. I, I can't. I can't remember the names, but there was some fabulous gowns. Like, did you see I Debbie always, Harry? Oh, yes, I did tweet about Debbie Harry, where she looked like mm. uh, a, the blonde bombshell that she is, and mm. also, also the young uh, Billy, Billy she she was like hers was a nod to Marilyn, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but I always love those gowns that are so dramatic that when they turn on the stair, they've got like a great big train, you know, following them. They always sort of remind me of that video of Madonna's back in the day, Material Girl. You know where she I don't know whether you remember the video, but she's she's dressed like Marilyn Monroe, and the guys carry her. Um, is that have I got it the right one? Probably. Not the right one. I'm gonna have to have a look. You know what bores me though? Like, not many oh. men go beyond the tucks. No, apart from the gays, it's only ever them. Well, exactly. It? I know, and I just think how boring. Well, actually, no. Chadwick Boseman used to before he died. He used to always serve. Re- they were tuxes, but they were always different. Um, mm. Yeah, just like why do men all have to go dead boring? Yes, I was right first time. It was Material Girl. Because we are living in a material world and I am a material girl. You know that we All are right. living. So um, Brooklyn Beckham. Have you let right. me down this year? That, that young lad that I always like who has the French-sounding surname. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, I thought he looked a bit boring this time. I, I thought it's, com- it's like the look, the converse just didn't match. Yeah, it's the like they were stuck on, weren't they? Like yeah. at the bottom end. And yeah, he's looked a lot better. I mean, he still looked great, but he's, he's looked a lot better, hasn't he, in the past? Yeah, I think um, Kendall Jenner was looked amazing. I'm sure I will have seen her, but yeah, 
But I just Kim. think they're all. Oh yes, Kim. How could we forget that? <laughs> what was that all about? There was loads of memes afterwards, wasn't there, about that? Apparently, it's because Kanye's unfollowed her, so it was like grieving a marriage. Oh, are they are they split up or something? Yeah, they're divorcing, aren't they? Are they? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't follow that level of celebrity. Housewives is about as high as I go. Oh. I was like Brooklyn Beckham. Bear in mind, his mother's Victoria. It was just like a really plain tux. And I just thought, boring. Well. Boring. Just because his mother's who she is, just like, can you imagine his mum saying to him, oh, I want you to wear this, and he'll go, oh, I'm not, I'm not wearing that, mother. Mm. Like, he wants to wear what he wants to wear, doesn't he? Just because she's a designer doesn't mean to say he should be all fabulous. Hmm. I mean, there's one of the other boys, I can't remember, who always looks pretty cool. I can never remember which way around they all are. Um, but, but yeah, there is, there's just some amazing outfits, isn't there? There is. There is. Shall we move on, though, to some more digital techie-type newsy mm-hmm. things? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Right, let's go. So, what should we go with first? Should we go with ABBA reuniting? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a bit old, this news now, because we were meant to record last week, weren't we? And we've had a few issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a little bit old, this news. But, yeah, fascinating that, it, you know, obviously about a week before we knew there was something coming, didn't we? There was something in the something in the air with all the hints. It's a shame that's not an ABBA song, isn't it? Like, you didn't just say that. Well, you really reminds me of, oh, I think There's of the new ABBA. There. Oh, that is a line. There was something yeah, that night. The, the stars, stars were right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just dropped it in. Um, <laughs> when I was out this morning, I was listening to the radio in the car. I, I think that the new ABBA steps. Oh, mum. Right, mum. Right. Let, like let me see, let me no, explain this to I like you. Ste- I like steps, but I wouldn't say that the new ABBA. No, their latest song. Just sounds so ABBA inspo. It's unreal. Have you heard their latest? Isn't it just cheesy pop though? It sounds very ABBA to me. I haven't, haven't. If I had heard it before, I probably hadn't paid much attention. But because I was in the car this morning on my own, it came on. I thought, wow, that sounds very ABBA esque. Hmm. But what what I wrote this topic down is obviously they're doing this arena thing. Yeah. Yeah. state-of-the-art, purpose-built, 3,000-capacity thing in the Olympic mm-hmm. Village in London. Mm-hmm. And obviously they're using motion cap, like state-of-the-art motion capture. And people have been, there's been articles saying, that is this the future of, of music? Yeah, because it's that, it's that famous director who's done loads of stuff, who's in, in charge, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, he's made loads of movies. I know it's ILM, and ILM is like a like a, they're a company that do special effects for all all the kind it's, of it's stuff. It's the Star Wars guy. Yeah, it's a Star Wars bloke, isn't it? I don't think it's he's George Lucas. It yeah, it is. It's some one of his companies. ILM, the 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 aren't the effects? Yeah. So well, that's what I'm saying. George Lucas got a mention in one of the um, oh. press releases. Because I think he started that special effects company when he was doing Star Wars. Hmm. So they've just... But no, they've recorded it all already, haven't they? They've done it all. 
Mm-hmm. It's now yeah. just the, the set, everything getting built in London, isn't it? Mm. But I think, for me, I think it's a fabulous use of technology. Um, there's a couple of takeaways for me from it. What's wrong with them now? They don't seem what do you to mean? Want, well, they don't... They've obviously held back for so long on not really doing anything. It's almost like they're harking back to when they were young. They don't seem to like themselves as older people. Mm-hmm. Is that how, how, how it makes me oh, feel? Oh, right. Cause, yeah, because it, it's not even like they're being digitally created to look like what they look like now. They're looking yeah. like they did. Is it? Is that what they look like in the 70s and 80s? Yeah, they're looking. So how they look is how they looked in their, what you would class, I suppose, as their hair day, the golden time um and i think for me it would have been great if they'd done that and they they probably replicate i mean they might do i don't know replicated themselves how they look now as well so that was one takeaway for me i thought if if we're not going to see how you are and how you would interact now that's a bit sad because i think their diehard fans would like to see them regardless i think it's great that we're going to get a continuation of abba music because everybody likes an abba tune don't they yeah, I didn't um, expect new music, to be fair. Yeah. Because um, most people would be like, we don't need new ones. The old ones are, are, are the best from, from from ABBA. And that, again, um, is diehard fans, isn't it? That's what I've yeah. seen on Twitter, people saying that. But, like, there's nothing wrong with a bit of newness sprinkled in, is there? No. Um, but for me, it, another big takeaway from it was what a really good money-making idea because i wonder how much the tickets are i've not seen that ever look i haven't seen that i know somebody's i saw somebody's instagram story said they've booked i didn't even know you could book yet um but what it reminds what it made me think of is forever in perpetuity are going to be hen dues turning up to the do you know what i mean it's going to be a rollout constantly like what a money spinner like, mm. forever being able to go to the ABBA show. Um, I didn't realise how long it's on for. How long is it on for? It's like going right up. I mean, you can book now right till October. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. And and I guess if it's successful, which, why wouldn't it be? It's ABBA. Mm. It, it'll just go on in perpetuity. They'll just keep rolling it out. So if, if you're going to have a Hindu or a special birthday or whatever, you'll be able to say, oh, I know what we'll do. We'll go to the ABBA show. It'll just yeah. be one of those. And I just think... Fabulous. What a money, massive money-making idea that you're just going to be able to roll out this concert digitally forever. Um, and not just in London, you know, if it's successful, as I've said, it probably will be, you know, in Tokyo, in New York or, or wherever, you're going to be able to do versions of that. I mean, God, as if they aren't rich enough. Mm. So, so yeah, it was people bit... are saying, you know, some cynical people have been like, oh, well, they must need some money. I'm like, Abba won't need money. Their music is their music is played everywhere. All like, con- oh, like there's no long, way they'll it? need money. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so they don't need it. But my God, I mean, that's that. Imagine that's protecting your family, your family lineage, their wealth forever, hmm. isn't it? Doing stuff like this. But what made me laugh as well is how miserable a sin they all looked on the press release. Hmm. Like you wouldn't think that they'd just done this ground. You know, just announced this groundbreaking digital tech animated idea that nobody's. Well, I'm not saying nobody's done it before. I think somebody mentioned Prince had done something. Um, mm. 
but they all looked as miserable as sin on the actual um, photos of the press release and the, and the little bit that was shown on the news. I was like, cheer up, cheer up, look what you've just done. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe they just want to continue to be hermits and not, not be out in the world. Yeah. But no, I wonder if that is the few. I think Gorillas have done something like it before because do you remember Gorillas, the band? They used to have like cartoon versions of themselves, if you remember. Mm-hmm. I, I think they did a gig where they, it was like you were watching their cartoon versions of them do do it. Um, that rapper before was came back as like a hologram. They're on about doing a Whitney one way, and I'm just—is this what it's going to be now? In a way, I don't know. The sixty-five, the sixty-five quid, which I actually think it, I was expecting worse. To be fair, but um, and then I guess maybe more people get to see it because it can go on for months. Whereas if it was the real people, Abba couldn't play twice a day for like seven months oh, no, and you just wonder, that would just kill you, them so you, you just wonder if it's gonna if they're gonna set a precedence for how concerts can be um and we've do you remember we've touched on this in a in a previous episode quite a while ago about fashion shows and things mm. how the actual models won't have to be there in the future it's all done from the studios mm. um so it's interesting isn't it to see how special effects animation tech all this is progressing so yeah mm. it was good. I thought it was interesting. I wonder if there'll be like a two a two tier system in the future where it's really expensive if you want to see the actual live person. So you mm. go to somebody, oh, I've been to see Lady Gaga, and you go, oh, the virtual one, or did you pay to see her properly? Do you know if there's yeah, that yeah. kind of two? Sorry, are you bored? No, I was just trying to <laughs> sort my microphone out. Oh. But no, I won't, we'll see. But no, it's interesting. You're not on a. You don't think you want to go yourself then? Oh yeah, I definitely go. I definitely go mm. for the experience because, like, you know, they're belters, aren't they? Abba tunes. Oh yeah. Like, you know, it's like I was saying how I went to that local festival just so I could see, have a bit of a boogie to Nile Rogers. Like, but Abba's the same thing. Everyone just... loves like every generation, even mine and younger now, still love Abba. You hear Abba come on, everyone, and it probably is Mamma Mia, the films that have made popularise them for the younger generations again, but mm. it's just fascinating, isn't it, how some music just does seem completely timeless. How can automation help your business? We help businesses digitise what were once clunky, paper-driven processes, wasting both their time and their money. Digital automation can improve every single touchpoint within your back office administration. Get in touch if you'd like to find out how we can automate your business. The Digital Gene, helping businesses evolve.
So let's move on to the next topic anyway. The next topic I'm going to pick is Scotland are trialling a four-day week, which gets every time there's a general election in the last however many years there's been talk of somebody trying to bring in a four-day week. So they're trialling a four-day week, and it's without a loss of pay. Um, the reduced hours don't have to be taken weekly, and they can be targeted. They're going to target them at particular groups. So you could say if you're a parent, you can have a four-day week. Um not a one-trick policy that delivers the necessary boost to productivity and that is necessary to pay for it. Improving employees' sense of well-being and, their, and therefore their output remit requires the remaining 80% of hours to be well-managed. So, it, I think some cynical people will be like, there's no way this can work. There's already, you know, you still already can't get enough done in five days, never mind four but there's more and more literature now coming out that you are only productive for about six hours a day. But do you, gen- do you recognise? Do you recognise those unproductive hours? Are Me, you aware? Myself. Well, just in general, I'm just I'm just trying to. I've I've read this and and seen people talk about it on social, and I think I, I don't feel as if I can recognise when my unproductive time is. Do you? I can always feel it like late afternoon. I can feel my productivity wane. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you're not even a morning person, so you can't say like. I have like spells throughout the day. It's like when I'm first up, I'm productive-ish. Not straight away, but not long after. Then I feel always really productive quite late on. But there's definitely things now. There's no way you can sit and concentrate for eight hours a day. It's just. All in one go. But for a start off, there are too many distractions. I mean, I've said to you before, haven't I? Like all the tabs that you have open, the social media, the YouTube, the Sky News. Yeah. You know, like I, I couldn't I couldn't work like that. I couldn't have those tabs. It's bad enough me having our comms tab open constantly. That that's enough mm-hmm. of a of a you know, takes me away from stuff. I've even thought I was even thinking yesterday about I know we've I know we've We've seen people do it quite a lot of, you know, putting um, an auto receipt on our emails to say that we only respond at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. Because that just responding, you know, we're a service driven business. I get that. Mm. And obviously we always respond to anybody who is, you know, really needs an existing client who really needs our service. If something if they need us urgently. But we're trying to educate everybody with this dashboard that we're continually improving that we've built to say that, you know, that is always manned. That is always manned. So that's where you need to chat to us if you need us urgently. Um, and I just think the emails can can then just be filtered out and be less of a distraction for us. Mm. Because I don't know about you, but the minute I see an email, I, I just twitch to like thinking I need to. Not, not maybe respond straight away, but at least at some point, and then you, it pulls you away from, you know, if I'm in the middle of a, a, an actual project, it pulls me away from that when really I should be focusing on that. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it is interesting as to what are the actual, what are the actual things that pull you away and make you less productive, even if it's not just your internal bodily functions your brain that's making you do that are there things out there that are making us less productive as well and, and emails for me are definitely one of them i don't know about you 
Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, we've drifted a little bit away from the four-day week topic, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but... Um, no, because you were talking about well-being and product, you know, the diehard saying productivity definitely will will lessen off through those four days, and and that's where that came from. I mean, quietly, we have been attempting to work out a four-day week, haven't we? We, we've, mm. we've just put it in as like a bit of an exercise, a test um, to be less, le I wouldn't say off, but less full on on a Friday so that we can we can do a little bit more work on projects that we couldn't do if we were full on with clients every minute of the day. Or we can have and a Wouldn't it be nice though? Wouldn't it just be nice if it just worldwide led to more of a... Because there's a lot of cultures in, and I don't think the UK is the worst for it. I think the Americans work more hours than we do, don't well, they? They don't, even, they don't even have as many holidays as us, do they? And I think the Japanese, I think they, because a, a lot of the thinking about it in Japan, because they've got massive, like, all chronic overworking and a lot, really long hour type culture, um, which the saying in Japan is actually affecting the birth rate because people are working that hard, they, can, they don't have time for children. So you don't have it, time for sex in the first place to get the children. Well, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so relationships suffer, and it everything's a massive impact on each other, isn't it? But what, it's what weird I'm, running your own business because you feel like if I say to people, "Oh, we do a four day week," they'd be like, "You do a four day week? Are you not trying to run your business?" But I think if we 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 haven't really done all that well at embracing a four day week, have we? Well, um, we've, I think we've done better this time than we did when we tried it before. I don't think I've had a Friday off in apart Not from last Friday. Well, you you actually said that it wasn't as much of a problem for you because your role is slightly different to the others. Mm. You know, you can be in business development. You can dip in and out and shorten your days or whatever, can't you? Yeah. It's different for us when we're full on in projects, but I think it... I mean, we didn't we didn't sort of like announce it as any big an announcement. We just thought we were going to try it, but we know for sure that whatever we have done so far has, in no way, shape, or form, impacted on our clients at all, has it? No, they wouldn't know. They wouldn't know. They wouldn't know. No. Um, um, and as I say, because we're trying, you know, we've built we've purpose built that dashboard for our existing clients and trying to educate them that that's the best way to contact us with an issue or an, mm. or a query about something, then that's always manned. That's always manned by one of us. Um, and, and that enables you to be able to do that, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. I, I definitely think we work too much. And, and, you know, even if people say to you, oh, so you're actually getting less done, well, actually, does it matter anyway? Mm. There are Just more have ways help. Skin a cat, as they say, aren't they? It's better to be healthy, and maybe, maybe you didn't get that project over the line, or you didn't finish that little piece of work. But often, if that happens for reasons out of your control, um, whereas this is something in your control, if something happens with, outside of your control, you can you usually get it back on track one way or another. Mm. I think people just make too big a deal out of it, and we should just learn to chill a bit more. I like it. Yeah. Mm. Well, we'll see what happens in Scotland, and I wonder if it'll eventually come here. 
I wonder if it's just an inevitability now. It's not. It's not if. It's just when. Just when. Um, mm. Yeah. Um. Just a quick one, just to get through these topics. Um. I obviously people know that I live in Leeds. Um. Starting next week, this it sounds like it's like a paid ad for this, but um, Leeds runs a really good um digital mm. festival over two weeks. Um. And a lot of them are online, so you don't necessarily have to be in Leeds, but quite a few of them are in person now. Um, but I've signed up to loads over the next couple of weeks. And there's a real push for kind of a lot of the events are covered about sustainability and uh, in diversity and inclusion within the digital sector mm-hmm. and how to, yeah. So... All sorts. You put yourself off there, Declan. Did I? Yeah. You know, me, my attention span's not very good. Um, but, yeah, I recommend. I'll put in the show notes the Leeds Digital Fest website and, and see what what happens in it. But, no, there's, there's a good couple. Um, what am I going to? All sorts. Loads of environmental stuff, which is really... I feel like that's all the news is these days anyway, the environment and climate change. I feel like talking about the summer, every northern hemisphere summer these days just seems to get worse and worse with awful fires or floods or heat or, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if there's any any talk about what digital or tech can do to help solve the climate crisis. So we shall see. And I will one day run a Leeds Digital Festival event. I will. There's no reason we can't as a business so far. I'm saying it on the podcast now. I'm, to make I'm yourself mani- accountable. Yeah, I'm manifesting it and it and it'll happen. So Good next stuff. one. So a story of the summer and a story that's going in into autumn. Um I haven't really got a specific news article but I just wanted to talk about it. How many shortages we've had from Nando's chicken to Weatherspoon's beer to blood vials, I saw this week about school food, um, all sorts of things. Um, and what it makes me realise, and it's not necessarily a digital tech topic, but it, I feel like it, these days we think we can get anything as and when requested. Mm. And when these things start to change, it's really quite, it's a bit unnerving. What do you yeah. mean Nando's don't have chicken? What do you mean my supermarket doesn't have X, Y, or Z? Like, how dare they not have... It's it's just... It's a wee... And I know it isn't necessarily... A lot of it could be sorted if there was more lorry drivers or there was more whatever. It's not... It, but it, it so just happened, feels... What's actually happened to the lorry drivers, though? I know there's been quite a few ads trying to get more females, apparently, yeah. to become lorry drivers. Some places, are, some places are paying like 50, 60 grand just to keep them. What's, what's massive, actually going on? Why is there a shortage? They all, the the visa requirements now for the Europeans, for European workers to come in are just two people haven't come back since we've, oh. since we've properly left the European Union. So I think we've got about 10,000 a shortfall, but that's happening in all sorts of jobs. There's one, did, did you see the news earlier this week that there's one million vacancies in the UK across all 
the workforce. But there's one million vacancies. Um, ah, but did you see there's still a million and a half people on furlough? Is there? Yeah. Full-time furlough? Full-time furlough, yeah. And I sort of thought to myself, wow, if, they do, if, if something happens with the businesses that they're in, that means they get made redundant, that's a massive hike of the unemployment rate, isn't it, in one go? Well, luckily it sounds like there's plenty of jobs out there, so... You know, it's quite interesting as well, though. It's, it's. I mean, I, I've noticed it when I've gone shopping the last couple of weeks. I mean, I don't, I don't buy bottled water, but I remember in Tesco about a fortnight ago, I turned round the aisle well, where the water, where the water is, and practically there was a few random bottles sort of laid there. The whole of the aisle that normally has all the different brands and different mm-hmm. types of bottled water was completely empty. Yeah, and as I said, I don't buy bottled water, but it was just like that shock of walking down the aisle, the aisle and seeing, you know, a whole swathe of shelves empty where there's normally a full aisle. If you if you think about how long those those aisles are, and you know, there's every different type of water in there usually, isn't there? And then mm. I heard like the same day or a day later or whatever, something popped up which made me listen. The whole of the east of England, which I guess we we are captured in that east part. Um, there was a shortage of, of bottled water because of deliveries that week. Um, and I have actually noticed like quite chunky gaps in the shelves in, for certain things when I go to the supermarket. And um, just this afternoon when I was having a spot of lunch and I was watching the news, somebody was being um, interviewed, a John Lewis spokesman, um, and they were talking about the shortages and, and my ears pricked because obviously I knew we were going to be touching on it today. Um, and they were saying that John Lewis had taken on 7,000 extra staff because they really want Christmas to be the Christmas that it should be. And they're conscious of, like, you know, potential late deliveries and people not being able to have the Christmas that they want. Well, so I know. I imagine if imagine if we all, go th- we all went through COVID and restrictions-wise, Christmas is normal-ish, but then it's not because all of a sudden nobody can get out no. there. I mean, I know that's a bit... That's a bit first world problems, isn't it? Oh, I can't get my new iPhone, or I can't get this, or I can't get that. But it's like the Grinch has landed. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. But I thought that was really it. It, it really sort of, you know, gave me sort of a bit of a warm fuzzy feeling to think that John Lewis was stepping up like that to try and ensure that, from at least from their perspective, they could help give people that you know. Christmas and obviously, yeah. so they can make loads of money. Obviously, yeah, Christmas so they can make lots yeah. of money because then, if you think about it, though, Declan, yeah, make lots of money. But if they don't, then there'll be more people on the dole queue in the new year. Oh yeah, I know. Well, I know. It's, it's all of that, isn't it? But yeah, they were taking on seven thousand extra staff, and they've actually even bought extra space on the ships that bring all the Christmas baubles and the paraphernalia over, so that you know, it's, so that they can make sure that they have it for us all. Um, and yeah, whilst it is first world problems, like I said, it will impact the job market in early 2022 if we do, if the you know the retailers don't get the Christmas they expect mm. with the cash going in the tills type of thing. So yeah, it does it does all have a we'll massive, massive effect. And this again is one of those things that they you just like when I say about this year feeling actually worse than last year. It's just that continuation of that 
blur type feeling. Well, I'm hoping though that this podcast, because a lot of like season one, even though it wasn't a season, but the first 27 episodes was COVID, 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 COVID. Mm. I wonder if that'll go, but it'll be still the knock on effects of shortages can't get this can't get that whatever like just different things all the time it just feels like it generally just feels like it's just one thing after another exactly i know and like you know you hear people talking about how we're gonna have to pay back all that furlough money now collectively all those bounce back loans collectively you know we're all gonna be responsible aren't we in our taxes. They're even, they're even coming after our dividends, which they don't normally do. Oh, when I saw that what? about the dividends, I was like, hang on a minute, Sunak. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we got nothing off you as a business mm. because we were a limited company. We got bought all off you and now we are one of those businesses that's going to have to pay for, you know, I'm all for people who really needed help, but I know first-hand experience, there's a lot of people who took it and didn't need it. Hmm. Um, what is that club called? I always forget the name of it. It's like a Facebook group, isn't it? It's like it's three the, million. Yeah, some... excluded. The excluded. Yeah. and yeah. I've seen some really, really sad cases in there of really people at rock bottom not having well, any access to any type of anything and losing everything that they've worked hard over many, many years to build up. Some of them, and yeah. you know, we are the we are the bedrock. You know, small businesses like ours are the are the bedrock of the British economy, and mm. for for you know three million plus people not have access to everything the same as everybody else, like it makes you feel like a bit of a leper, doesn't it? And well, the employers as well, like employers are suffering because they have to pay more national insurance. I mean, you know, it's, it's, as it, well. it, it, it makes me, you know, it really makes me sad to think that people have been excluded when you talk about you know, inclusivity, and yet you've had a swathe of people there, three million plus, who've not had access to the same fairness, to the same system as everybody else. And when you know that there's people out there who have taken advantage of that money that was available and not needed it, I, I sometimes, I used to say, oh, we were lucky we didn't need it, but by God did we graft. Yeah. By God did we graft. We, you know, we were in the we were in the actual first stage of merging our business with another one where we're bringing on our technical director, Gary. And it was a really pivotal, pivotal moment for us. And we still did that in April last year. It was massive for us, wasn't it? We didn't know yeah. how business was going to go. And we'd actually, you know, both businesses had come together like that. And so, yeah, in the early stages, when we, when we did get busy, I, I used to say, oh, we were lucky and that we didn't need it, but we weren't lucky. We really, really grafted. Mm. We were, like, talking to people, constantly going back to existing clients. Did the mm. help? Could we help them? You know, we helped quite a lot of people for free, our client base for free, just so we could help keep them going. Um, mm-hmm. So it it just feels all of a bit, yeah, it feels a bit icky to me that we're all now going to have to pay it back when not all, not everybody was helped. Well, don't vote Tory next time, Mum. I would, I, honestly, they're all the same. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> well, don't you feel, that's though? Not, no, let's not get into that. But, well, yeah. don't yeah. vote Liberal. I know you became a Liberal Democrat, didn't you? Don't well, vote Liberal. Anymore. They've got no power of anything. Um, <laughs> Labour, well, they oh, can't act together in-house anyway, can they? No. So where do we go? 
Yeah. Where do we go? Politically homeless. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, let's lighten the mood before. And I'm I get not even a political the... person normally, but that yeah. has really got me going the fact that one, we didn't get any help, and two, having to pay back like I was all for like I've said, all for those people who needed help helping them out, but not for the takers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we know a few, don't we? We do. We do, yeah. Um so just lighten the mood a little bit there. So more than eight hundred yeah, companies. You know. <laughs> more than eight hundred company names were rejected over the past two years. I didn't realise how many co- companies are incorporated. It's about half a million a year. And how many fall off a cliff? Uh between April and June this year, but just over hundred and ninety thousand new incorporations happened and hundred and fifteen thousand dissolved. So yeah, about more than quite equal, but yeah, yeah. but yeah, but you know, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize how they have to what that had they reject that names. I mean, obviously, not having a name rejected, you don't think about it, but I, I didn't, I, I knew that you could obviously people can be rejected if they've been bankrupt or. But I didn't realise it was a thing that your name wouldn't be allowed. Well, Companies House have said it's important that the register was not abused and, and not recording offensive names. So we've got proposed names included Building That Fort Hitler Limited, Cambridge Cannabis Club Limited, Fancy a Bomb Limited, Fit as Fork Limited. I like Fit as Fork. I think that's funny. <laughs> Go Fudge Yourself Limited. I like that as well. Uh, Pandemic 19 Limited. I don't know why they stop. I don't know why that's offensive. I mean, it's a bit, I wouldn't call my business that. Well, but... you have to think about it in the context of whatever the business is, don't you? Ship Creek Paddle Company, which What's I think is quite that? funny. That's a good I one. Know. But the thing is, you can trade as whatever you want anyway. I just find, I think. Can't you? You think, you think what jobs worth is sitting there and saying, Yes, no. Well, there probably will be. There will be, like, there are 134 sensitive words and expressions that require the prior approval, um, apparently, of the Secretary of State. So the Secretary of State of Business, Energy and Industry has to sign off if it has to. I get a list every week and go, which ones are those? Do you? you, I don't even know that Secretary of State is, especially whoever whoever it is at the time. Yeah, especially whoever if there's been a reshuffle this week. I, don't, I have no idea. Whoever it is um, at the time gets a list every week. Goes, which ones don't you like? A bit like hmm. us when we have a meeting. Do you like any of them? No, I'm not having that. No, you know, I'm not having it. I'm not, no, no. Oh, I like that one. No, no, get that out, get that out. That'd be you, wouldn't it? Hmm. Strange though, isn't it? But it's funny, it's just how people... You should be. You, you would think that you could call your business what you wanted to, a bit like how you can call your child whatever name you want them to be. Mm. But I guess that there has to, when it's out in the public domain, I guess that, you know, there has to be some element of of um, censorship in a way. Because it is censorship, isn't it? Mm. But... One man's censorship is another man's... What's the word? That's not idea. But you know what I mean? It's very subjective, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But it I is. guess if they've got that list of however many words that they have to... But yeah... Well, it's, like the words, it's like the words they can't say on like pre-watershed. And there's some real 
obviously the swear words, which are obvious, but I think there's some words that it's it's really you're really not meant to say, and you hear, oh, why can't they say that? I like suppose. buggered, I think. That's but a bad is that, one. That... Is that a list that's still live for, since the fifties? Horribly, yeah. You know, it's like these, yeah. a lot of these things that have never changed. It's like the the um, what's it? The obesity thing. What what do they measure that? The something index. BMI. BMI. Like people say, that's never altered since the fifties, where people are taller and everything now. Um, and I guess maybe it's one of those where it's not been altered since the fifties. Are you trying to argue that you're actually undernourished or something? <laughs> I know I'm not No, I know that's never going to be an adjective that could be used for me, but yeah. Right, let's move on. So, as I said at the beginning, instead of us talking about like a businessy topic, I want to, this series or whatever this series is, whether it where it continues to next summer or Christmas or whatever, um, we're going to talk about businesses that we want to give a bit of a spotlight to. Um, an Airbnb. Um, who, which I'd pick this time, is a business where you watch them grow massively. And then I think I will argue this. You know a business is as successful as when people start to try tear it down. Because oh. they were in that whole people saying there was all sorts, there was like a real negative push against Airbnb a while ago saying it's not fair. There was, I can't remember, but, but I always think the moment where people start to tear you down is when that's when you succeed. Mm. Because you, you matter enough now that people want to. But obviously everything that happened in Afghanistan over the summer, I just thought this was really, really, uh, just a really nice story to highlight. So they're offering um, 20,000 Afghan refugees no charge to resettle anywhere across the world. So they're asking their hosts... If they would be interested in taking in, um, but I'm not sure if it falls on the host to do it for free or Airbnb will pay the host for what they would have got at the time. Right. Um, but even so, I just thought it's just such a a nice I'm sure thing even to if it's do. A part of collaboration between the host and Airbnb. So they oh no, it says out. actually in the article. While we will be paying for these days, we could not do this without the generosity of our hosts. So. Obviously, the hosts are still being paid. Um, Again, it be a discounted rate, heavily discounted. Horribly. Or, yeah. you know, that they have to, they have to, they're just, yeah, they're reliant on the hosts to, to say, yeah, we can have refugees in. But I just thought it's just such a nice, and you could be a cynic and be like, oh, what a good PR exercise it is and capitalising off what's happened. But you could say that about anything and then no well, the good in the world... Even... Because, like, no good in the world would happen if you think everything is done for a re... And it may be done for a reason, but now when I think of going somewhere, I'd be like, oh, wasn't that nice when Airbnb did that for all those people? Um, yeah, and you just think... I, I don't think Airbnb have sat there and thought, oh, this will be a really good way to jump on board this. And you think, unless they've got, you know, somebody on the on the marketing team... Yeah, has has jumped on that and thought it was a good good way to do it. You, you hope that it's out out of the you know the generosity of the culture that exists there. Mm. Um, but it, and if you get good PR off the back of it, so what? So mm. what? You still well, do. Apparently, they've done it. They've done it before thing. as well, which I didn't know they've done it. They've done it for Mexico City earthquake, the wildfires in 
California and Australia and, and other kind of disasters. So, but obviously everything, I think the amount of people that they wanted to house, I think is a lot more than they've ever done. Um, and because I, I actually read a really sad article um, at the back of the week, they do like a long read at the back of the week because the week magazine is normally quite short content, short stories. But they do like a long read and it was about an Afghan refugee who left Afghanistan and how they thought the West would be welcoming when really their life was, was horrible. And it was so sad. Was that? You know? Yeah, because people go, oh, well, they want to come over here because the life will be better. But quite often, it, yeah, they're not in the middle of a war zone, but they've got other troubles to to deal with. Mm. You know, they'll be... We're saying we're taking loads in the British government, but they'll be kept in limbo in God knows where for it's no life, is it? It's most like a people, half life, isn't it? Yeah, it's like most people. people want to live where they were brought up. Like you, do, no one wants to choose necessarily to move where nobody speaks your language or nobody speaks. Do you know what I mean? So well, it's, it's like those yeah. really sad stories, isn't it? Where you you hear people and say, "Oh, you know, I um, had my own business," or. I was a doctor in my own country or I was this or was that and like they've ended up, you know, being a cleaner or stacking shelves or not there's anything wrong with that, as I always like to say. But when you know that you've worked hard for something in your own country and that's all all of that time, investment, growth, education has been like for nothing. Mm. Um, it's pretty sad, isn't it? It is. But no, I just think it's quite a positive thing to be in this new season that we're going to highlight businesses. It is. I just thought thought that was a good example. So, and yours is is a good example. And now I've got to find find one to match it or even Mm. like up it, haven't I? But another thing I'm determined to do this season is to keep these podcasts at an hour and under. Oh, we need to to ever go over it. Can we change its name to The Accountable? (laughs) So. With that being said, it's been great to be back and great to chat to you. Mm-hmm. And I'll see you when I come home tomorrow, Mum. But um, fabulous. I'll just, I'll, I think we're done, so I'll do the outro, shall I? Fabulous, yes, thank you. Good to be back. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of It's in the Jeans podcast. You can follow us both on Twitter. I'm at Declan Williams underscore, and Mum, you are at. Everything best before end it. Or not everything best before end it, no, but it's well, yeah. <laughs> it's at it's in the jeans pod on instagram and on twitter we are at in the jeans pod you can also follow our business across all platforms at the digital gene um please like share and write review for this podcast using the hashtag it's in the jeans pod thank you everyone thank you take care till next time bye, bye.